Well, hello again. This is Rhonda Wada of DesignNavigation.com. So what the heck is this coherence thing? Coherence is more of a scientific term, and it's based on the fact that they have determined that the entire universe is made up of sound, and particularly waves. And now I want to be clear, like, I'm not a scientist, and uh, my my knowing about this in literal scientific terms is minimal. The true knowing is very much visceral and experiential and direct no- knowing. And I'm going to take you through an exercise later so that you can begin to have that direct experience as well. But when we're talking about coherence, if you think about waves, and you'll find a visual in your handout, and you think about, say, four different waves, wavy lines, and they're kind of all intersecting each other at different places. Those would be incongruent waves. Instead, if we've got four different lines, we'll use our example from earlier about your why, what, who, and how. Say those each get their own wave. And if they're all moving and undulating at the same rate and frequency in the same spot, they're moving together, they're incoherent. And that is what we are really working on. So in physics itself, basically, it it refers to two or more waves having the same phase. This is where I talked about they kind of loop up and down at the same exact spots. If they're incoherent, then they have no stable definition or no stable phase relation. So that's where they intersect and their their arcs and their dips have nothing to do with each other. We're really looking for syncing up with the same frequency for all of these waves. And so you are a wave until we decide to become dense and then we become a particle. (laughs) But you're a wave. If we look at you as a wave and creating your energy in a coherent manner, then we can send the signal of your message ahead of you. And I really think this is the true secret (laughs) behind the law of attraction. This is the real secret. I refer to it as the law of emanation. And in order to be able to emanate a certain frequency, we have to embody it first. So that's what we're going to play with today. So if breaking this down really simply and looking at your regular life, how do you know if you are in coherence or, (laughs) that sounds funny, in space coherence (laughs) or in incoherence? (laughs) So let's rephrase that. How do you know if you are experiencing coherence or experiencing incoherence? That's a lot clearer. Well, basically, if you are getting mixed results, if you're having a lot of self-doubt, experiencing struggle. Basically, if life is not working for you with some effort and ease, then there's incoherence that you're experiencing. What creates coherence? This is going to sound really cliche, (laughs) but it's really all an inside job. It's all an inside job because it is about an internal experience. It's actually about coming into step with a specific frequency. Those waves we were talking about, they each have a frequency. And we want to come into energetic step with a specific frequency. 
And you don't even have to know what that frequency is. I mean, if you want to get super scientific, um, I have not personally read this book, but I've heard about it a ton of times, called Power Versus Force by David Hawkins. And he actually gives different um, feelings, emotions, energies. I'm not sure what he refers to them as. He gives them an actual number of frequency. I'm telling you, you don't have to know what that number is in order to come into step with that frequency. And I'm going to teach you how to do that today. But what's really happening when we're creating coherence is that's what, that's what we're doing. We're coming into step with a certain frequency. Remember when I told you about fulfilling yourself being the most crucial part of the equation when it comes to clarifying your message and sharing your message with the world? This is what I'm talking about. In order to share your message with the world, you will be required to become coherent with each of them, with each of the qualities. So obviously, for those of you working with your divine coordinates, that's what we do in our daily practices, is we are becoming coherent and coming into step with the frequency of those energies. And that's what makes things, makes things happen. So if you have your divine coordinates, or if you don't, take a peek at those exercises from yesterday and boil down and choose one quality that you're going to practice coming into frequency with today. And then let's talk about some other specific ways to create coherence. I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but the first one is really being in the moment. Speaking in I am statements instead of I'm going to. Act as if it's here now. And I don't mean act as if in, in that uh kind of new agey exercise of kind of fake it till you make it because that doesn't work. And what I'm sharing with you today explains exactly why it doesn't work. Because what tends to happen is that someone is faking it, hoping they're going to make it, right? But there's actually an incoherence going on. And until there is a coherence between the being and the message being shared, it doesn't land. People don't know what they're feeling, but they're feeling that incoherence and something just doesn't feel right. When you are, when you've created coherence and you are in step with that frequency, people just are totally drawn to you. They're magnetized to you. They don't really know why maybe, but it's underneath something. There's like, wow, I want some, I want some of that. So this is our practice, being in the moment, having it here now. Anything that we create in the outside world was created inside first. So finding out what's really driving you, what your real motivation is, taking some of the information that you gathered from yesterday is crucial in order to create coherence because you have to know what you're going to create coherence with, right, to have it really be meaningful to you. We're literally working to match your energetic signature. So, of course, again, if you're working with your divine coordinates, you know what that energetic signature is. But using these practices and tools to turn up the volume on that makes such a huge difference. And then continuing to bring the unconscious into the conscious. Bruce Lipton says that we work on about a 95% to 5% ratio. 95% unconscious, 5% conscious. And if your unconscious is running the show, 
and you you haven't created this coherence, then it can look quite messy in life, and you get super mixed results. You can't figure out why you can't get what you want. So we want to bring the awareness as much as possible and try to tip that dial <laughs> and take that 5%, hopefully to 10, maybe we could start with, but really bringing first some of these things that you started to uncover, they're now in consciousness. And then how do we continue to bring them more forward and more forward and more forward? Now, a lot of the world never chooses to do this type of work. I just want to call that out, that if you are drawn to this work, you are not in the majority. And I'm holding out for that day where we are the tipping point. And I do feel that it's coming. But know that, you know, we are a smaller part of the population, at least today, that is willing to dive into that unknown, to that unconscious, and bring it forward. And then in, along the lines of, like, bringing it into the consciousness is literally invoking these qualities with specific intention. And I do that every single day, at least once a day. And I recommend that to all of my clients and people who are working with your divine coordinates. You've heard me preach and preach and preach about daily practices. This is why. And then the other way that we continue to create coherence is once we've started the coherence, how do we keep it going? How do we not, you know, give away all that hard work that we did is really about aligning our actions to our intentions. So if you think about, and you can reflect back and actually refer to your handout from yesterday to look at some of the sets of divine coordinates, I think this is the easy way to explain, easiest way to explain it, is if I happen to have empowerment is the energy that I have in the south, which happens to be the direction of action. And so this is a teaching that we that we talk about a lot in divine navigation, and that is acting from the space of empowerment instead of for empowerment. So I'll explain that more deeply. So if I'm taking action from a space of disempowerment, hoping that my action will gain me empowerment, then even if it does get me some, it's only going to get it for a short bit. It'll be a quick hit of empowerment. And it probably is going to be more destructive than actual empowerment, (laughs) at least the path there. Instead, what I practice with is experiencing empowerment inside of me, embodying empowerment as a frequency and an energy, and then letting that energy prompt my action. So this is an extremely different way to look at things, that I literally will not take an action until I've embodied the energy that I want to experience in that action. There is this natural phenomenon referred to as entrainment. And what happens with entrainment is that we are energetically drawn to come into sync with other people's energy. And so sometimes that has a positive effect, and sometimes that has a not-so-positive effect. But if your energy is the stronger one in the room and it's clear 
you know, you know exactly which energy it is that you are embodying, then it's more likely that people are going to fall into step with you and be drawn to you than you're going to be dragged down to them. Now, I'm making an assumption <laughs> with that statement that you're being dragged down to them. Let's just go with that one because you are working on creating coherence. So if we really brought this down to super simple formula, it's basically you invoking the quality of a specific energy or energies bringing up that sensation in your body and generating a feeling and then maintaining that as long as possible or duplicating that as much as possible and keep doing that over and over and over. And you literally at that point are sending out a ripple effect into the universe saying, this is what I stand for. This is who I am. This is what I provide with my presence. And I shared with you in one of the other modules about being with a group of women and somebody speaking specifically to the clarity that they got from me and the fact that that's one of the primary benefits that I speak to in divine navigation. <laughs> and she picked that up. And then I was uh, I had another experience just this past week of having a conversation with a woman who I have spoken to several times on the phone. Um, she works for an organization that I'm going to be doing some work with. And so we've spoken several times on the phone, but I've never met her in person. I, I don't know what she looks like or anything like that. But her statement to me was, when I'm in your presence, only on the phone, mind you, again, I've never met her in person. She said, when I'm in your presence, I feel like I'm in the presence of truth. And if you remember, back to my divine coordinates, the recognition of truth is my center energy. It's my overarching energy. How can she feel that without me saying it? Never, I've never said it. It's, you know, it's not a phrase that you really say out there in the world, but she feels it. And that's what we're going for with you. You can duplicate this with the qualities that you choose. Now, when you also choose to know what your divine coordinates are and do that, do this with those, it's even more powerful. But you can affect massive change in your environment by taking this on. What it boils down to is when you enter the room, what quality enters the room? So how about we have a direct experience of this? So be sure... For simplicity, just to try this on, I want you to pick one quality. You can come back for the others. You're not losing them. We're just going to practice with one. The first thing we're going to do is a little centering, and this is something I work with regularly <laughs> and teach. So the first thing you're going to do, as long as you're not driving, is settle in and take a few deep breaths closing your eyes when you're comfortable. I recommend sitting for this, not lying down. And first, just notice where your awareness is. So your awareness is the part of you that's watching you. And what's interesting is, is it's not actually attached to our bodies. You can send it anywhere you like. <laughs> and 
we often don't have it inside of our body, which is a surprise when you first start playing with this. So later you can play with sending your awareness to different places and just feeling what that feels like. But for now, I want you to notice where it is. If it's outside of your body or if it's in your head or if it's somewhere in your body. And now just begin to invite it into your body. Specifically into your solar plexus area, which is your upper abdomen. It's kind of above your belly button and below your diaphragm. Bringing your attention to that place so that you really begin to embody your body with your awareness and consciousness. Notice any changes you are aware of in your body so far. I can feel some of you changing already. And now remember that quality that you want to invoke, that you want to step into sequence with. Bring that energy into your body. And imagine all of the cells of your body, billions and billions of cells, all carrying that frequency. Duplicating itself in you with each breath, with each inhale, and with each exhale. Nice. And now imagine that you can grow that frequency just one inch from your body. So still filling up your entire body with this energy. And also one inch all the way around outside your body. Great. And now grow that a little bit more. Say to like arm's length. Now we're not moving our awareness out of our body to fill up the space. We're staying in our body, filling that up and overflowing to an arm's length circumference all the way around you. Boy, that feels good. And just notice what you can feel. I'm going to talk a little bit more now. You can stay right where you are if you'd like. This does take some practice. But you can first definitely feel the edges of your body and feel all of the cells filling up with this energy and this frequency. Again, the number doesn't matter. You just need to hold the word present for you, whether it's joy or empowerment or harmony or grace, whatever word that you're choosing. And then practice 
growing it beyond you, always making sure that you stay full first. And then play with that. Before you leave the house, before you get on the phone for a meeting, before you enter a networking event, what if you just took three minutes to bring up and invoke that quality and then took it into the room with you? And then notice how people respond to you. It's really magical and it can change a lot. (laughs) So that is an embodiment tool, basically, of how we bring a frequency and create coherence in our space, in our being. And this is what people are going to be attracted to. In your day-to-day life, you can use that tool to create an experience and bring up an experience and change your state of experience at any moment. So if you're having a bad day, you can choose to stop having a bad day. (laughs) And it can be that simple if you can be unattached to holding on to the experience you're currently having. Coming into step with a specific frequency and experience for yourself that then you automatically get to share with the world. The most effective messengers have become their message. They send a signal of coherence and clarity that others are automatically magnetized to. And that will be what you get to experience as well. Thank you so much for joining me today. Rhonda Wada of DivineNavigation.com.